0: Better you bet on the BetQL Network, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. 20 minutes from now, Jason Sobel pops on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. We'll talk the Ryder Cup with Jason. We'll give you the games we've already bet for week four in the National Football League as we move along. Our guy Ken Barkley's got something for you coming up on the Miami Dolphins and the point spread movement in that game coming up on Sunday in Buffalo and just an overall thought on Miami. We'll get to that in a second, but we want to finish the conversation and wrap up P-squared, B-squared for Week 4 in the NFL. Just finishing thoughts on the Giants-Seahawks game uh, next Monday night where Ken and I both have the Seahawks as a favorite. The Giants are now favored. Um, I don't think that makes either of us want to make a bet on the side of the game right now. I bet the total at 46.5. I said yesterday on the show I think it should be 47. Now it is. That's less of a credit to me. I could be wrong, and more just like I got a number that I liked, and we'll see what happens to it over the course of the week. I guess my last question for you, Ken, on this game, and if you've got something else, we can talk about it. Um, it feels a little Packers Saintsy to me from Week Three, where Packers a one and a half point underdog. Okay, tease Green Bay. Saints one and a one-and-a-half-point underdog. Okay, tease New Orleans. Kind of the same with the Chargers and Vikings. Tease up either team that's like a one-and-a-half, two, two-and-a-half-point dog. Do you feel the same way about this game? Like, if you tease Seattle up to plus seven-and-a-half, whatever, eight-and-a-half, whatever it ends up being, I, I, I can't imagine, barring like a crazy injury report on either side, that either team will close three in the game. So I think we'll be operating in like this general area. I think you probably agree. Is this like, do you, do you feel like I do? I understand the total's a little higher here. Uh, are the Giants ever blowing out Seattle? Are the, are the Seahawks ever blowing out the Giants? I think this is lo- very likely to be a close game on either side. What say you on teasers in this particular game?
1: So, I, I mean, I do think you're you're right that, like, it's likely to be close. I don't know. This game, this game makes me a little nervous, too, only for this reason. Um, I don't... So, I, we did Rams-Colts. Another game with a small points spread, I guess it's worth noting. And I said, I, I don't really know. I haven't really... My idea of what either team is is really unfinished. Like, I don't really have a great feel for what I think both teams are. Both teams, if they got the seven seed in there, well, I guess the Colts could win the AFC South. But you know what I mean? Like, the worst record team to make the playoffs in their respective conferences, would that surprise me? No, not really. Um, you know, Rams, seven seed, Colts, AFC South champ in a bad division. Okay. Uh, if both teams missed and won like five games, would that surprise me? No, not really. Rams could not get cut back. Naku was hurt. Offensive line falls apart. Stafford gets hurt. Colts is pretty obvious. Like you I know, mean, Minshew for a long, long time, you can lose every game. So, uh, no feel. I guess would be the right way to put it. Giants. I think I'm still there. I think I'm in that camp with them. Th- two of the three games. I mean, you talk about talk about extreme extremes and polar opposites. Here's like two of the five best teams in the league, and here's Arizona. Like nothing like quantity wise. Nothing that's like them. The Cowboys are way better than them. The Niners are way better than them. They're supposed to be way better than the Cardinals, but to be fair, we didn't really know what the Cardinals are either. And so I don't know how to like place them or rate them. Like if they, I I think the coaching staff's really good, but like if they turned out to be brutal, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Like, I, how would I know that right now that they're brutal? Like, I would have no idea based on some of the games that they played. So, just, I don't
0: think they're brutal. I don't,
1: I don't think, they're think so either. Brutal. Well, the market doesn't either. Like, the market's betting them. I think like how most of us think about this. Like, this is going to be a better version of them for a lot of reasons than what we've seen so far, including quality of opponent like including it's a home game against Seattle as opposed to honestly all three of the spots they found themselves in so far this year one being on the road and uh or two being on the road but one being on the road against a bad team and two being against really really good teams so like I get why the movement happens I get why the expectation is that I just don't like I don't like expectation when I haven't seen it this year and it's like no 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 it's going to happen be like ah uh, but like last year they weren't good enough for this for this number they weren't and uh and the idea that it's just gonna happen i don't like that and i don't like getting the worst of the number on a team where we're expecting that so like to your but that's not really the teaser answer i guess it's just if I really, really don't trust what I think the Giants are, then uh, then I have to think that either they can blow out Seattle or can get blown out. I mean, I have to think that that's possible if I don't feel like I know what they are yet.
0: I, I'll just just like a big picture conversation about the Giants quickly. I, do, I don't think that they're brutal. That doesn't mean I think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're brutal. And I think they actually profile as a team that is going to get better as the season goes on. And just, like, on the offensive side of the ball, like, you know, they'll have 11 days in between games. Should get Thomas back, should get Bradison back, and a couple offensive linemen back. That's important. The line's not even that good to begin with, so, like, you got to make sure you have your guys. There are two players that I think are going to be really important. And I I know that, like, the Giants are saying Saquon Barkley's day-to-day. I would be floored if he played with the high ankles. I I think he's probably going to be out for a little longer. Um, There are two players that I think will be important to the Giants' offense as the season goes along. And at some point, I think both are going to pop. Maybe it's Monday, and I actually think it will be Monday for one of the players, and maybe it takes a little longer for the other. One is Wandale Robinson, last year's second-round pick out of Kentucky, who tore his ACL. He was tearing it up last year, and then, that's a bad choice of words, and then tore his ACL, yeah, but you get, you get what really I'm lie. saying. Yeah. So Wandale played his first game of the season against San Francisco, and he was all, all I, he, you, you don't need to be a hashtag film bro to see that Wandale Robinson's 50 times better than Paris Campbell. It's a big deal, like especially in the offense that Daple runs, right? You need that quality guy in the slot. Think about what Cole Beasley was for all those years in Buffalo for Josh Allen when Daple was the offensive coordinator. Like, It can't be Paris Campbell. Wandale's like, legitimately good. I think that is a massive deal for the Giants offense, uh, and I think that Wandale's probably going to have a really good game coming up on, on Monday night. Maybe Devin Witherspoon's on him. I think Wandale will cook Devin Witherspoon if that's the matchup. And the other guy is Jalen Hyatt. Um, I don't know when it's going to happen. It will happen at some point really soon. There will be a game where we will come into the game, and Hyatt, the expectations for him will be low. If there is a yardage prop, it will be low. He'll be a long odds to score in an any time touchdown, and all of a sudden, he's going to play like 50 snaps in the game, and he's going to get like seven targets. I don't know if it's going to happen on Monday, but it is going to happen at some point. He's more naturally, physically gifted than these other players. And once those two guys start playing more, and on defense, right, with these young corners, like the more experience, I think this team is actually going to get better as the season moves along. Now, they're at best the third best team in their own division behind Philly and Dallas. This is not like a Giants Super Bowl case or a Giants playing on Championship Sunday case. Just that I think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to be brutal. Maybe it's Monday night, Ken, maybe it's not leads me to only like the over in the game and i don't think i'm gonna have any money on this game as far as the side is concerned or maybe we'll get to next monday and nick costo's comma giants fan will say i would like to bet on my favorite team at a small number and maybe i'll do that next monday night we'll see
1: Uh, i'd say that's a favorite in the betting market right now that maybe monday night will show up and you'll say that maybe i'll change my mind and want to play him too i just i it's funny I, i think i agree like if i had to guess which side which way it goes i think i agree with everything that you say it's just like even if i agree like they're gonna be favored like and i have to lay it to bet them in the game that's just like that's really rough against the against like a like a league average team with some upside is really what seattle is and it feels like the so market just... has
0: no clue what seattle is either ken i know we had that conversation yeah. about the giants also but this is weird. another right yeah. like i mean like what would nothing would surprise like seattle could win this game 30 to 7 i wouldn't be shocked seattle could lose the, actually i think they'll score more than seven no the points. giants will
1: score more than that yeah so
0: like, yes, to be fair. But, like, Seattle could win this game fairly comfortably, and Geno could give one of his, like, post game interviews. Like, and obviously, right. like, the Giants, like, the Giants kind of, like, benched Eli for him and then went back to yeah. Eli, all that stuff. That could happen also. I guess, like, nothing's really surprising right now with the Seahawks. So I think it's, like, a pretty, it's a pretty wacky game, right? That's kind of why right. I kind of like the teaser thought, but, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, but if it's a wacky game, that's, that's funny because that's why I don't like the teaser. If it's, like, I have no idea. Um, Whereas like games with like lower totals, I feel like I know the team's a little better, which is subjective. That's I'm gonna be I'm gonna want to tease those games a little more uh, if I feel like it. So yeah, I, I think I it's okay to be bullish on the Giants. I know you kind of are. I know you think they're gonna get better as the year goes on. I think you're right. Like I, the coaching staff, like th- they really went they went to being clowns all of a sudden again. Like it just doesn't that doesn't seem very likely to me. And okay. What does that mean? I mean, they're already a, f- they're a favorite in the game. It seemed to be at the playoffs last year. Like it, it's, it's not like there's like so much hidden value here still, I feel like. They were a dog, now they're a favorite. Okay, maybe that's just okay. And maybe we see if those expectations are met. I, I don't know.
0: You better you bet Nick and Ken. Terrific Football Tuesday. Uh, by the way, that wraps up the P-squared, B-squared edition of uh, for NFL Week 4. Um, although, I guess, so music can come down. Thank you, Jake. Um, This kind of goes hand-in-hand with P-squared, B-squared, though, because we're going to talk about—maybe this is more it moved. Anyway, it's a conversation about a game coming up on Sunday and maybe the most interesting game on Sunday. Uh, Ken, we've seen some betting movement today in the Bills-Dolphins game on Sunday in Buffalo. Can you please tell us what we've seen? And I know you have, like, a bigger bigger picture betting thought as it concerns the Miami Dolphins to share with the audience as well.
1: Yeah, I was really curious what direction this game was going to go. If we remember, uh, Buffalo has been bet against aggressively in each of their last two games as we get closer to the day of the game. Uh, so they play the Raiders two weeks ago. ton of money comes in on the Raiders. This almost closes Buffalo minus seven after being like eight and a half most of the week. Then last week, obviously, Washington takes all the money in the game. All the line movement is in their direction, and Buffalo throttles them. So two really good performances when the market moved the opposite way away from them. And th- these, team, these things tend to work in like clusters. Like a team gets bet against on Sunday a lot. We see it. It's usually one or two examples every year. It tends to kind of happen a lot. It's just one of those funny things, and you don't know who's behind it. It's just It's an observation. It's something that you notice, the pattern. And uh, it doesn't even need to be indicative of anything. It's just I was curious if this game was going to work the same way, in which case like Miami would get bad as we get closer to the day of the game. Now Waddle injury will move the number, etc. But early week, some pretty interesting line movement where uh, the Bills were two and a half, juice two and a half toward them. But now basically everywhere, Uh, they are now a three point favorite and not just three, but like three minus one ten in almost every sports book. So a little bit of movement. This is during the show uh, toward Buffalo. The only point I wanted to make here, and I I could have done this tomorrow, but I I actually think it makes way more sense to do this now because I've done, like, too much content today, too much talking about the Bengals. But I just really want to, like, this is the last point about Cincinnati. I think this is, like, a really interesting way to frame what's happening. So the Dolphins are projected. Their most likely thing is, like, if the market is correct they are more likely to lose on Sunday and get their first loss of the season handed to them by Buffalo. The betting market thinks Buffalo is more likely to win the game on Sunday. Play out just one week. So here are the prices on Miami and Cincinnati to make the playoffs this year at this exact moment. I think this is like so interesting. It's just like how nuts stuff can get in the middle and late NFL season versus what we think right now. If Buffalo beats Miami... Miami will be three and one. And if Cincinnati, who is favored on Sunday, wins, Cincinnati will be two and two. They will be one game behind the Dolphins with no tiebreakers involved yet because like we haven't played everything out and they haven't played each other. So like literally separated by one game, if the market expectation holds, not like if crazy things happen, Miami is currently minus 900 to make the playoffs. And the Bengals are currently minus 110. If, if just chalk holds, they're separated by one game, and Miami was expected to be not as good as Cincinnati before the year started. Like, that's... I just... This time of year, I think you're always trying to, like you know think faster than maybe the market is on teams can I get ahead on teams that I think are good and teams think are bad or whatever that's clearly happened like people played Miami out thinking that like want to get ahead of the fact that they're going to be really good this year and that's great now that that's happened I think so I think these like things are getting a little nuts with like who's going to make it in the AFC it's going to be just an absolute bloodbath and the Jets have made it a little easier by being awful so they've removed a team from the equation that was maybe going to be like a, a tough out, and now they're probably not going to make it. But you needed like three teams to get removed to make this really obvious about who was going to make it, and that's only one. And and now things are going to be. And Pittsburgh's good, which we didn't know was like actually going to happen or not. So now and Cleveland's good, which we like really weren't sure was going to happen even with a high win total. And Indianapolis might be okay, which is <laughs> which now is just like totally nuts. And uh, and so I just it's really just. Another reason I like Cincinnati is like, think about that, that price and Miami's price and how in literally one game, if just the favorite wins, the team that's minus 900 and the team that's minus 110 will now be separated by one game with 13 games to play and then consider the preseason expectations and the fact that both teams will play very difficult schedules. Like, I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs, but just like, I don't know why you'd chase these big prices on these AFC teams at all. If anything, I'd be looking to play like teams to miss at big prices, teams that aren't in it right now to get in it, and I think it's going to get pretty nuts.
0: Yeah, I think it makes makes a ton of sense. Great breakdown all show long on the Cincinnati Bengals from your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, the man, Ken Barkley. All right, uh, numbers three now. Jalen Waddle plays. You want to bet Miami at three?
1: I don't. I don't want Miami in this game at at three or less. I don't. I'm I'm good. Three and a half. Think about it. For sure um i really 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 want to see how they match up with buffalo in this game it's going to be different than how that like the, the other three opponents are pretty good denver's not good but the other two are pretty good patriots chargers this is just this is way different than that and i don't think we can expect it's just going to be an offensive exhibition like it's been
0: i gotta tell you i think miami's gonna win
1: a lot of people share that
0: opinion, More on this yeah. game over the course of the week. But coming up next, get you set to bet the Ryder Cup with our friend, Jason Sobel.